Hello and welcome to the second channel Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, the Trip Keeper, and on today's video, I'm going to be reading a Carfentanol experience, or however you pronounce it, Carfentanol, Carfentanol. Um, basically, what Carfentanol is, is a hundred times stronger than fucking fentanyl. And uh, I don't know how there's an experience report about it, but we're going to find out. We're going to see maybe if uh, this guy is fucking breaking our balls, but... Um, his username is Functional Junkie, and he made this six years ago. Um, I I remember hearing about this drug, and all I know is that it's just very strong, very potent, and I don't think humans are supposed to take it. Well, humans aren't really supposed to take any drugs, but we do. And uh, but this one is like one of the really strong ones that like I don't even know how you would even get your hands on it to begin with. Um, but I'm pretty pissed though. I wasn't even gonna make this video. I was gonna, I was in the middle of doing a damn SpongeBob character tier list, and I got like 30 minutes through. I was like almost halfway done, and um, I realized that Ozzy knocked knocked my damn wire out of my mic, uh, the microphone. So everything sounded really loud, and it was using my my computer speaker microphone. So. Uh, and ended up being like shit, so I said fuck it, maybe another time. So that was a pretty good video though so far, and I'm pretty pissed that I lost it. So yeah, it would have been interesting. Uh, but this is called Multi-Week Carfentanil Experience Report. Let's get started. There really seems to be little real useful information about carfentanil from a user's pers perspective, aside from the usual paranoia about its potency. So here I am wanting to share some information about my experience. Much of this is probably completely unknown to humans in general, particularly because this drug has not been tested in humans, except this guy. I imagine much of my experience will be, in, will be interest to those in the recreational drug research business. Yes, and people who read stories too. I want to say that I'm not in any way endorsing the use of carfentanil. It can be a highly dangerous substance that could lead to a dependency that is very hard to break, not to mention death from overdose. Please, if you must experiment with this drug, take care and get a lot of naloxone beforehand. Um, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't recommend doing this at all. Uh, I don't know how you get your hands on it. I mean, if you do, I'd fucking save it and fucking put it in a museum because that shit's pretty fucking cool. Uh, but if you're not going to be staring at it, just get rid of it. I've been an opioid addict for nearly 13 years now. I have tried many different opioids and have kicked the various substances many times as well, staying clean for several months at a time until the stresses of life brought me to the point of relapse again. Yeah, you hate to see addict stories, man. Sometimes, you know, they just never just never get through it and they're stuck in it forever. It's pretty, pretty sad because it can only lead to like one thing. You can, you know, overcome it, which is really hard. It takes a while. And because you never really overcome it, like you get still got to live the rest of your life and you never know what can happen in your life to get you back on it. Like something terrible happens. Same with drinkers who give up drinking and like, I don't know, they're finding out their wife is cheating on them or their husband's cheating on them, whatever the fuck, roles reversed. Um, don't want to discriminate against anybody. Uh, and then you're like, well, my life sucks now, so I'm going to start drinking. It's like, it's tough. You know, especially if you're an opioid addict or if you're doing fentanyl, heroin, I mean, I don't, even if you try to stop that shit, it's going to hurt. Like physically, it's going to fucking hurt. So, you know, it's really tough. You got to be in a controlled environment. I don't know about like rehab. I heard costs a lot. 
I don't I don't know if you'd want to go to a fancy one, but just like you got to be in the care of somebody who can take care of you and you cannot you cannot be working either. If you want to get out over that, you probably I don't know. I'm going on a tangent here. Um I first tried Carfenton on near the beginning of the year and was on it for about three weeks. Then I, was un then I was unable to obtain any for a time and ended up taking a month break. Now I've been on it for almost seven weeks. The attraction at Carf is because price is great for the potency and the half-life is something like 7.7 .7 hours, means meaning it lasts a long time once you take it. And that sounds like a fucking long time. I don't know what the half-life for fentanyl is off the top of my head, but it's definitely not that long. If you're coming from fentanyl or heroin habit, it's almost too good to be true. Yeah, well, we'll see if this is true or not. The experience taking it nasally was similar to fentanyl at the beginning. It causes a bit of euphoria, drowsiness, and potentially a sort of amnesia effect where one doesn't remember what one did in a dreamlike state. Just like fentanyl, carfentanil peaks fast and drops off quickly. The primary difference is that carfentanil gives a sort of warm, pleasant feeling for many hours afterwards, and you can go for 8-12 to 12 hours without needing to redose. Now, that sounds like a positive for sure, but, you know, I don't know... I don't know how different this your body would react to this shit. I mean, I hear you could, like, the smallest dose you could do could still fucking kill you, from what I've heard. I don't know if this guy is just really addicted to fentanyl and, like, his tolerance is just really high, so he's able to do it. That's the only way I can imagine what this guy is able to do. It. Like, he's just got a really high tolerance to fentanyl. Um, but from what I thought, is I didn't know you got you could do this shit and like survive. So this is a shocker to me. I just hope it's true because I don't like reading fucking fake stories. If I find one, if I first, if I start reading one, and um, I start noticing like things in it that are like, oh, this seems kind of fishy. I I stop reading it. But this is my second channel, so I don't care if it's real or not. Um, but it seems like so far, you know, he's got some good things to say. Much like with fentanyl, am I on the right spot? Okay. Much like with fentanyl, I like the peak feeling. Ignoring the fact that I should not have to redose for many more hours, and noticing that all the strong sedative effects were gone, I began dosing nearly as frequently as with fentanyl, say every hour or two. Dude, if your tolerance grows with this shit, I mean, what can you do next? A torphine? At first, one would think that this is extremely dangerous, but the respiratory depression all occurs within approximately the first hour with carfentanil, and tolerance develops quickly. I could assume so. After a while, the high is not nearly as good and it mostly makes one drowsy, but the nice kind of drowsy, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. Definitely not DPH, that's for sure. That's the bad kind of drowsy. So this kind of sounds like any other drug habit. It's, it's fucking great when you start off, and then once you start doing it every day, it starts fucking sucking. And then you just take it. You take it to fucking feel alive and to not want to die. That's basically why you take it. After a large dose, I noticed that I can go 12 hours without the slightest hint of withdrawals, unlike fentanyl. Of course, all this time it's building up in my system. After a couple of weeks, I'm using a few milligrams a day and eventually was using almost 100 milligrams a week. It was around that time that I discovered that my receptors must have been saturated. No matter how much carfentanil I took, I could not get any additional effect beyond dry mouth and an uneasy feeling. It was frustrating. I then noticed that cutting back for two to three days would allow the desirable effects to return for a bit, until which point I hit saturation again. At one point, I went 24 hours without a dose, at which point I started to notice the first signs of physical withdrawal. I suspect I was wasting it there for a while, not getting additional effect and not needing that much to avoid withdrawal. 
Now I am in the process of cutting back. It is kind of it is kind of a scary place to be at the limit of the strongest opioid available because one knows that one has no option if a strong painkiller is needed. In the end, carfentanil is self-limiting and has a ceiling. I am slowly reducing my usage so that I can move to a lesser potency opioid and eventually quit. This is not a drug I want to continue using. Anyway, that's all for now. Stay safe with your drug use. Avoid doing what I did. Alright, pretty good story. Someone commented, Is this even possible? I was under the impression I was under the impression that carfentanil was so potent it was impossible to dose in humans safely. Hence it's used as an elephant tranquilizers. A tranquilizer. How do you know you're getting carfentanil, not some other fentanyl analog or variant? Not doubting the veracity of your claims, I'm just genuinely genuinely curious. Nice report, be safe. When starting from a significant tolerance, yes, I can go through 25 to 50 milligrams of fentanyl per day at the point I tried carfentanil. Holy crap. Just starting out, the only way to safely dose is mixing it in with boiling water very well. Doses start in the micrograms. Alright, that makes sense. You don't need a scale if you measure to the nearest milligram and then calculate the right amount of water to use. It's rather safe to handle once you do that. How do I know that I'm getting carfentanil? Based on the potency is how I know it's legit. There is no mistaking the difference between regular fentanyl and carfentanil. You, you know it because that's the only other analog available with that kind of potency. In reality, what in reality, what's available is probably not 100 times more potent than fentanyl, but it's probably at least 50 times, and that's hard to mistake. Um... This person said, Carfentanil is indeed deadly in the most micro, micro of doses for a normal person. I have doubts for this person's claim, but tolerance in the opioid epidemic is real. I guess it's possible. Just, I don't believe it. Um, then someone commented underneath that, It's true. I hit a seven-month-long binge on Carfentanil. I would mix it into a vape solution and smoke it. And just like OP said, after a while, your receptors are saturated, so you won't... You won't wake up sick or anything. Also, you get to a point where you don't get high anymore. You just do it till you nod for a minute and then pass out. It's fun, but if you want to know what hell probably feels like, then try kicking a seven-month car fentanyl addiction. No bueno. Wow. Uh, well, I'm not going to discredit this guy's words. I don't... I, honestly, it's possible. I like that person said. I mean, the opioid epidemic is pretty fucking strong, and these people are doing fentanyl all the time. Uh, I'm going to search up the overdose... Uh, what it is for it. Um, what are the dangers of carfentanil? Yeah, there's a lot of dangers to it. Um, okay, so carfentanil is 10,000 times more potent than morphine and 100 times more potent than fentanyl. Um, wow. Carfentanil is so potent that it takes only two salt-sized specks to be lethal to humans. Damn. So that just goes to show you, man. Like, these fucking... You have to have a huge tolerance to do that shit. Like, it's it's crazy. I don't know. I didn't even think... Like I said, I didn't even know you could do this shit and be and survive. Um, here's five quick facts on carfentanil. Carfentanil, a synthetic opioid, is a white powdery substance that looks like it could be cocaine or heroin. Drug dealers mix it with heroin to presumably make the heroin stronger. I mean, how much do you gotta fucking mix to make it stronger? <laughs> like, in just one fucking drop? I don't know. It is 10,000 10, times. We already read that. The drug is also used to tranquilize elephants and other large mammals. Okay. This drug is so powerful it poses a significant threat to first responders and law enforcement personnel who touch it by accident. In addition, people can overdose on carfentanil quickly. Multiple doses of the anti-overdose drug Narcan may not be effective. 
Users exposed to carfentanil can experience dizziness, clammy skin, shallow breathing, heart failure, and more. Probably a lot more than that. That that sounds like a doesn't sound that bad when you read it like that. But it's um, except the heart failure. That sounds pretty terrible. Uh, but there's definitely a lot more stuff that can happen. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm assuming you need fucking Narcan might not be able to work. Uh, it'll help, but we'll see. I mean, that's I mean I, we're not gonna see, but I'm not gonna do it. Um, damn. Wait, I gotta read this shit. I don't know if this is for carfentanil, but... Um, is that it? If we consider synthetic opioids, then for example, the lethal toxicity of carfentanil is close to that of some nerve agents. Wow. But it is much more difficult to produce a lethal concentration of its aerosol in open terrain over a large surface area. That's crazy. If it's stronger, or close to that of some nerve agents the lethal toxicity then that just goes to show you you need to stay away from it now if you're if there's a dealer that's putting the shit inside of the heroin or whatever or fentanyl then you know you might be too late before you realize you fucked up but that yeah I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. I I I don't think I've ever read a car fentanyl experience until then so that was pretty cool that's like that's like finding like Quaalude reports. I, I haven't read any on, on my channel. I don't know if there's any out there. There probably has to be one. Um, you just gotta search, really. That's all you gotta do. Because um, finding Quaaludes is like a fucking piece of history, dude. Pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that was a carfentanil experience. Uh, I, I like doing opioid stories. I just did one on my main channel, if you haven't checked that out. A Benzo Dope. Pretty fucking scary shit. Uh, so go check that out if you haven't already. Um, if you're new here, please subscribe if you want to. I don't care if you do or not, but I mean, if you want to, the button's there. You can press it. All you gotta do is like press it like this, and uh, yeah, like that, and uh, you know, be subscribed. Um, if you have a mouse, you could press it with that too. Uh, press the like button too. Ellie, if you're not gonna subscribe, you know, give it a like um, and comment down below if you want to. I don't know what you want me to do next. I might do the SpongeBob thing at some point. But just getting through 27 minutes of it and realizing that my mic was not in, I plugged, I tested it before and it was fine. And then Ozzy had to walk right across my damn computer and I guess he knocked it out. See with the wire that I have for it, it's like really loose. I gotta buy a new cord. Um, so it can come out really easily. So I gotta be careful. Uh, but it stayed in for this one. So that's good. All right, have a good one.